Come gather ye friends around your crackling hellfires and listen to forked tales and cloven-hoofed adventures from the forbidden black book of history. Laying the spooky imagery on a bit early for Halloween, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, if we wanted to be frightened, we'd just watch the news. Oh, read our gas bill. Don't be afraid, chaps. This may sound like a devilish intro, but in fact, this week's tale is a mystic legend of supernatural redemption. Like when Leeds stayed up. That aged well, didn't it? To be fair to me, it seemed unlikely at the time. Just like... The Silly Hitsteady Boys Shoe! Feeble. Shush. Now for the devilment. We present the tale of a Norman knight with a hell of a nickname. Robert the Devil. Long ago in old Normandy, in a high stone keep, lived a knight and a lady. Happily married and very much in love, their names have been lost to time. Perhaps because of the dark and terrible fate that befell their family. Or more likely because this story is entirely made up. Shush. They prayed and they prayed that they might one day be blessed with a child. But try as they might, no child came to them. It seemed that God did not hear their prayers. Oh, alas, alas, this poor family, with its financial stability and time to go to the pub. If only we were gifted a way to get rid of all our free time and money and also get Vomit over everything we own. God, why are you so cruel? And so, in secret, the lady of the castle made a prayer to someone else. Not to God, but to a man of wealth and taste. Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows that time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast. Glory, glory, man united. Uh, Satan? Hello there. Sorry, I've been at a party. But keep that under your horns. How may the Lord of Hell be of service to you, madam? I want a baby. My husband and I have tried everything, but we are still not blessed with child. Everything? Mm -hmm. Shellfish? Dressing up? No, just prayer. Well, there's your first problem. What you want to do is... Satan! Children friendly. It's a family show. Sorry, Pepper. Hey, wait a moment. I know you. I'm your line manager at that evil multinational company that you work at. Unblock that sink or be dumbed for all eternity. I knew it! Sorry about that, madam. So, you want a dog, is it? A child! A child, not a dog! I want a child! Desperate, are you? How desperate? Nick Clegg desperate? <laughs> are you going to give me a baby, or just slink about in your red tights sneering and doing pop culture references? Fine. Shazam! You're pregnant. That was... quick. Oh, you are mean. Hmm. Well, he was everything I expected. He's dropped a piece of paper. RSVP, Salisbury Conservative Club Fun Day. Bring farm animal. Oh, oh, I feel sick. And the lady's <laughs> wish was granted. Nine months later, she gave birth to a bright and bouncing boy. A son at last. Oh, he's lovely. His little red face, his little red fists, his little face contorted in a deep, malevolent scowl. Oh, he's adorable. Oh, look, my love. He's opened his eyes. Is it me, or are they a tiny bit red? Yes, and glowing. Da, da. Oh my, his yeah. first words! This is yeah. so special. Yeah. Go on, little man. Yeah. Can you say, Daddy? Yeah. Hail Satan! Oh! Oh dear! The happy couple called their child by the best name that there is, which is Robert. You know this child is evil incarnate, don't you? Oh my, yes. Little Robert, as people quickly learned, was indeed... 
a devil. Do do do, I'm counting rents and enforcing the feudal system. Do 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 do, doing the evil admin. We know my nights, so we enjoy. Mm -mm -mm. I love doing admin. I love doing admin, especially when it's taking money off poor people to make me richer. Mm -hmm. Norman knights are evil, but we love admin. Yes, admin, admin, lovely admin, enforcing the feudal system. Lord, I was wondering if I could have the afternoon off. An afternoon off? It's not 1997, Nanny. It's the Dark Ages. No one just gets an afternoon off unless... Oh! How did you get that axe in your head? Well, my lord, I was playing peekaboo with Master Robert, and then suddenly I had it. Terrible. Oh, he's a scamp, isn't he? Yes, he is, my lord. Excuse me. I'd better fall over. Ugh. Yikes! Now there's brains everywhere. Oh, my home office is ruined, I tell you. You'll never get the smell of that blancmange-like substance out of the carpet now. It's ruined! Little Robert's parents tried their best to direct his... <clears throat> energy. And so they began his nightly training as soon as he could walk. Right then, little Robbie. When you grow up, you shall be expected to carry a sword and lance in service of me, your lord and dad. I will kill everyone, daddy. Yes, quite. Mm. Now then, Robbie, this is Squire Ralph. He will be showing you the rudiments of swordsmanship. Now then, young Robbie. You may be a child and the son of my lord, but I shall give you no favours in that regard. Put up your sword, young master. You've dropped your pen, squire. My pen? I'm not sure they've been invented. Regardless, there's certainly no harm in bending down to have a look at- Ah! Ah! Ah, my eye! My eye! Oh, you paint that, you little- But the moment the squire raised his hand, the castle gate flew there was a crash of thunder, and into the tilt yard stormed a great horse. A horse as black as night that stamped and snorted through the yard. Where did that mad horse come from? Someone get hold of it! The horse crashed through the yard, scattering the night. No! Keep it away from my boy! Ah, oh, hello, horse. You'll be my best friend. My best friend. I shall call you Horse. From that day forward, little Robert and his bad-tempered black horse were inseparable. Horse, as he became known, would only let Robert on his back. Anyone else who tried would be kicked in the groin hard. Soon, Robert became a brilliant horseman, lethal with both sword and lance. Run down some servants. His father was so proud. Um, and worried. Mainly worried. But then his dad hoped that when the boy came of age, his holy vow of knighthood would curb his wild slash evil instincts. This was, of course, a stupid thing to think. But soon the day of Robert's holy vow came. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join this man and this woman. Not a wedding, Godfatherer! <laughs> you said it, horse. Um, you at the back. No talking. And no horses, please. Oh, right, that's it. I tried to be patient. <laughs> Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Yeah. Now I direct you to him, number three, three, uh, three. God and his mates abide me. God and his mates abide Is it hot in here, or is it just me? Night me. Night me very quickly, Vicar. 
So, with his sacred vow of knighthood made, young Robert entered the tournament circuit, ready to win glory and honor in the name of chivalry. Did he? No, but he did win a lot. At the joust, his lance was the most deadly. In the melee, his sword the most savage. He took no favors and he gave no quarter. I say, Tom, go easy, it's only a... No, do over, sissy boy. I'm here to kick ass and take ransoms. Robert was invincible. His skill at arms was superhuman. And also, he was an almighty cheat. His weapons were not as blunt as they ought to be, and if an opponent yielded, he tended not to hear. Sire, I give up! I give up! A washy knight says what? Oh, I said I give up, but you can't hear me because you keep hitting me. That's right. Now to devil your egg. Oh. It was on the tournament scene that Robert acquired his nickname, Robert the Devil. A tournament in the Dark Ages? I don't think so. According to episode 17 of the Silly History Boys show, the one with William Marshall in, tournaments won't happen for at least another hundred years and jousts for another 400 or so. You're quite right, people eared pair there. But the thing about this story is it's made up. Yeah. Eventually, all the other knights got so sick of Robert handing them their backsides that they all conspired to attack him all together at once at the same time. Yeah, even though it goes against our knightly vow of fair play and chivalry. I'm sick of being panned by this jerk. And me. Get him, lads. Oh, yeah. Now it's a party. Let's dance, losers. crime of always beating everyone to a pulp. You are hereby banned from the tournament circuit. Fine with me. You punks just can't handle sweet Robbie D. I like their rhymes. Oh, I, think, I think I'll just go and join a gang of murderers in the woods. Son, son, where are you going? I thought knighthood would chill you out, dude. Sorry, Daddy-O. All that cack about God and chivalry. Isn't for me. Now I'm gonna go join a gang of murderers. See you later, bye! And so the young devil Robert rode out to the wild and lawless country outside his father's keep. Dark Age Normandy was a tough place. Its roads were beset by bandits. Its deep forests were plagued with outlaws and bands of, like, armed jerks just roaming around the country being mean. Fortunately, this was no problem for Robert. He was, after all, the son of the actual devil. What up, germs? I'm from the castle up the road. I hear you're a group of murderous criminals, and I'd like to become your new leader. Listen, bosh boy, we're dangerous outlaws. Don't just think you can swan in here with your correct number of thumbs and your dental hygiene and just tell us what we should be doing. Aye. 
What are your qualifications? I've got a combined BA in textiles, pop music, and oceanography, like... Fine, fine. Oh, oh, good idea. Tell you what. I'll use my nightly training and natural inclination towards evil and violence to beat the living snot out of you. That seems reasonable. Stabbing is a language that we all speak. Get him, lad! Yeah. Oh, 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 my God! Oh, oh, Right, that's me in charge, then. Any questions? What, um, can I, can I have my thumbs back? I know, <laughs> they're mine now. All eleven of them! <laughs> and so it was that the devilish Robert became the leader of a band of outlaws, and soon, no one was safe. Stand and deliver your money and your life. Uh, sorry, did I mishear you? You did not. Get him, boys. Oh, no. <sighs> please, please, someone help. A wicked knight with a gang of idiots stole all my sheep and burned me house down. Oh, quick bleating farm dweeb. Oh, God, I'm such a Bantasaurus Rex. Stop. Stop, thieves. Oh, oh no. Oh, why did I choose today to move my life savings and the company pension fund and the money for the milk fund? Oh, cast my organization out, hubris! Oh, you think that's bad, bro? We drank the milkman's eyeballs out of his head this morning. <laughs> Robert's gang mugged travelers, stole sheep, and even robbed churches and monasteries. And every devilish deed seemed to tell on young Robert's face. Every evil act seemed to make his eyes grow blacker. Every wicked sneer dug great burrows deeper into his face, till his look was a permanent scowl. Oh, is that what happened to your face, Bob Bob? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Years passed, and Robert grew up. Grew into a man. A bad man. Until the day the Dark Knight's life of crime came back to haunt him. It was a foul autumn day. The rain poured and the thunder grumbled. On this nasty day, the nasty knight had sought out a convent to rob in the lonely high hills. It was a simple job for the gang. They drew up their hoods and they knocked on the convent door and affected the voices of wet Avon ladies. Oh God, could have been Avon Oh, hello! We're wet Avon ladies. Can we please come in out of the cold? Oh, you poor ladies. Miss Summers shouldn't send you out in this weather. Come on in. Oh, oh Lord! Oh, Lord! Sorry, sister. It's time to pay the devil's due. Find the collection plate, boys, and anything else that is shiny. Churchy places have such nice stuff. <laughs> Evil laugh. The band of robbers went through the convent with the parasitic fervour of contemporary shoppers on Black Friday. You know your auntie. Unfortunately, they found the door of the chapel, where the best treasure was, locked and barred. Ah! Ah! I can't shift it, boss! Oh, this would be so much easier if I still had thumbs! Aye, it's like someone's trying to keep us out. I'm not surprised the way you're tickling it. You want to give it a proper whack, like this! One blow from Robert's big boots splintered the door like it was matchwood. But what they saw inside gave even the black-hearted robbers pause. For the chapel was lit for mass. Row on row of candles lined the nave. Candles that barely flickered as the door flew off its hinges. The church was strangely quiet, as quiet as the Oscars after that bit. You know the bit, listener. Oh, I've got a bad feeling about this one, boss. I can't go in there, don't make me. Aye, it feels all holy. It makes me feel all inadequate and uneasy and self-conscious. Like buying crisps in M&S food. All the more for Bobby, then. I fear. Empty church. This is not an empty place. 
This is God's house, and you are not welcome. At the high altar was a figure, hooded and cloaked, with its back turned to the robbers. <laughs> Seems like God's away on business. You better hope he comes back before I get to you. And with that, Robert drew his sword and strode into the candle-lit chapel. The eyes of the saints on the chapel window seemed to glare as he walked towards the figure at the altar. You've forgotten your vows, Sir Knight. <laughs> the dumb words in church. Take it from me, sister. When you get your knight license, that's when you really start learning to be a knight. Now hand over the coin. Those words were a most holy promise. A promise that you have broken. And for this grievous sin, you must do penance. <laughs> Make me. Be without fear of those Be bold and upright so as God may love thee. Speak the truth, always, always. even if he leaves you leave leave Safeguard the helpless, and do no wrong. That, that was your vow! And, and you have forgotten it! Look upon your face, you wicked creature, and tell me you are a worthy knight. Suddenly, the figure thrust the mirrored silver of the church plate in Robert's face, and he screamed at his reflection. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's not your fault, Robert. Mother? Don't tell me you're thick as well as evil, my son. Your dad wasn't the sharpest lance either, I suppose. At least you inherited something from us and not just from him. Oh? Listen, Robert, there's no easy way to say this, so I'm just going to say it. You are the son of the devil. Well, that explains the violent temper, lack of morals, and the 666 birthmark on the back of my head. And I know all the words to glory, glory, Man United. Despite not knowing what a Man United is. <laughs> Neither do they. Ah, glorious! Please, dear, not in a church. Your father and I wanted a child so badly, and God didn't answer, so we asked the other chap. Ah, Satan. That's him. We always knew you would be a difficult child, what with the evil. But we tried so hard, and when you ran away to a life of crime and general horridness, it broke our hearts. Your father gave up his castle and just sort of gave up. Gave up? And please, Mother, don't say he's dead. Oh, it's much worse than that. He's a drama teacher now. No. Why? Why would he throw his life away? Because we have committed a terrible sin, haven't you, Robert? This is our way of saying sorry. Oh, that's not fair. Son of Satan or not, I love my mummy. From this day forth, I am a devil no more. No more stealing. No more murder. No more fun of any kind. I will dedicate my life to showing God how sorry I am. I shall go to Rome and ask God's mate, the Pope, what to do. The Pope? That ethically sound guy. Uh, well, okay then. Farewell, my son. Good luck on your quest of redemption. All right, man. Where shall I put this gear what I've stolen? Look, I found a replacement thumb. It's, like, beautifully preserved because it's from a saint. Put it back, you heathen brigand, for I am nice now. And so, determined to reform, Robert, the nice devil, set off to the eternal city of Rome to ask the Pope how he should gain forgiveness. He hugged his dear mother, and he pulled the stolen rings from his fingers and put all his ill-gotten gold on the church collection plate. And all that Robert took with him was his knightly gear, a sword, a lance, his armour, and of course, his loyal but very bad-tempered horse. It was a long and perilous journey from Normandy to Rome, especially now that Robert was doing his best not to be evil. His horse could crop the grass for free, but without stealing, Robert could only eat nuts and berries that grew on the side of the road. Ah, oh, curse this pious vegan diet. Ah, oh, I'm hungry! Oh, God. So, God, what I want to give, what I want to 
give for some just meat. It's like red, hot, ropey meat. I just, I just eat it in my mouth. It's like just, just biting through. It's, 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 it's a thing with carrots. They just don't feel right in the teeth. They're just gnawing it away. Right, so I, you can, I can feel the evolution. Every time you bite into a lamb shank, it's like, ah, these are for ripping. They're not razor sharp, but they're ripping and chewing and masticating. I said masticating. That was my hot tummy. Did you hear it? It's actually speaking to you. Bacon. Give me bacon. I know, right? It sounds exactly like me. But anyway, I could really do with some meat. He rode by many a fat-looking farmhouse and passed plenty of travellers with saddlebags bulging with food and coin. Without being able to slot people and nick their stuff, he grew hungry. Uh, uh, urge to steal. Rising. By the time he reached the great mountains between France and Italy, he was thin and starving. The snow-capped peaks soared high before him, and Robert feared he might not survive the climb, such as he was. It was then that he heard an odd noise. Come along, you chaps! We're making super time, and I think there'll be a cafe before we get to the climb. Perhaps we could have an uplifting song for the journey! I want to ride my bicycle, I want to ride my bike, everybody, I want to ride my bicycle, I want to ride it where I like. Along the road to Rome, a party of travellers rode, laughing and singing gaily despite the dangerous road. As Robert watched, the irritatingly wholesome travellers, a rider thundered out in ambush and blocked the road. Stand and deliver your money or your lives. Greetings, fellow road user. Oh, it's so lovely to see you. We are the nice society of Velocipedes, riding from Nice to Rome for asthma and for various other charities and other good causes, such as shoes for the footless. It's a, it's a bit of a niche one, but, you know, just because you don't have any feet doesn't mean you shouldn't have shoes, yo. How very worthy. Now give me all your stuff, you bike mugs. Oh my goodness. I mean, you are within your rights to ask, but I'm really sorry, and I hate saying no, but I'm afraid we just cannot possibly part with our sponsor money. I mean, the money's for the wheezy orphans, you see. Wheezy orphans. Not only can they not breathe good, but their parents are like totally dead, yo? Listen, chum. Cough up the dosh or I'll enact every car driver's fantasy and get within two metres of you and give you a right cycle massacre. Oh my goodness! Not so fast, you dung-eating cockney mutt. Leave those geeks alone. Oh, you what, pal? You don't scare me. You're a sack of bones rattling round in rusty chainmail, pal. You look like Jarvis Cocker in a tin. Oh yeah? Maybe I'll casually lift the old visor then, chum. Ah! Oh, that face! That's a face of Satan! Ah! Yeah, so you better run, you little cockney scab. Oh, ah, uh, thanks to you, not conventionally handsome, sir! Oh, yeah, um, no, no problem? Sorry, I'm, I'm not used to being thanked. I'm not really sure of the conventions. Uh, you see, I've recently sworn off a, a life of pure evil, you see. Oh, well done you! Would, would you like a cereal bar? I know, they're disgusting. Also, I'm sworn to a life of do-gooding now, so I'm, I'm not accepting charity before I get to Rome. Oh my goodness, we're going to Rome! What, what if, what if you come with us and you can protect us from any more cockneys hiding in the Alps? Ah, yeah, mm, the mountains between southern France and northern Italy could be crawling with horrible Londoners. On the other hand, you guys are annoying. Um, well, I mean, honest work for honest pay? We, we could pay you in food. Food? Surely God would be all right with that, yeah? Very well, lame cycling asthmatic club. I shall help you across the mountains. Sir Robert is my name, and this is my horse. His name is Horse. Oh, what a lovely horse. Oh, he bit my face. Oh, bit it quite hard. Yeah, I'm on a journey for redemption, but I'm afraid horse isn't. Shall we ride on? And so, Robert the Devil and his new companions set off on their treacherous mountain road. The cold winds howled down from the snowy peaks. 
The snow fell in great clouds, whipping and swirling around the huddled cyclists. Yet, for all the hardship of the mountains, Sir Robert and Horse stepped lightly, as though part of their burden had been lifted. Horse still bit everyone, and Robert had to choke back the urge to push the goody-goody cyclists off a cliff and steal all their charity money. But he managed. Mostly, Robert and Horse rode far ahead of the travellers, partly because their singing annoyed him, but also because a lifetime of being a robber and brigand made him perfect for sniffing out the horrible cockney robbers hiding in the mountains. All he had to do was show them his terrifying face and put a hand on his big sword in order to send the robbers scurry. Here's Bobby! Ah, oh, ah, a devil! Oh, right, leg it! Oh no! Run away! It's the devil! They made such good time that before long they were out of the mountains completely and down into the Italian sunshine. The cycling club were most grateful for Robert's help. At every country inn, they insisted on buying him delicious Italian pub lunches and showered him and the horse with Nutrigrain bars and sips from their biking bottles. And though Robert tried to remain scowling through every single bite, he felt the tiny beginnings of a smile twitching at his lips. As the travellers got closer to Rome, Robert the Devil even caught himself humming their cretinous travelling songs. And as he rode, he would catch the eyes of passers-by, and people no longer recoiled in horror and fear at his devilish face, for now it was no longer devilish. Though Robert's face brightened as they rode, the mood on the road to Rome grew darker. They met many people travelling the opposite way who warned them that not all was well in the Eternal City. For there was a rumour that an army was marching on Rome. From their fortress on the Isle of Sicily, a great host of Saracens had crossed the sea to lay siege to Rome. For the glory of the Emir and the Sultan, we shall descend on Rome and succor in the name of Allah and his mates. Yeah, it's pretty dastardly, isn't it, listener? Really evil, except for the fact that this story is absolutely made up. And as far as anyone at the silly history boys can tell, the Saracens never attacked Rome at this time or at any other. I'll tell you who did, though, the flippin' Normans. Oh, no, but that wouldn't stack up with a lying myth history narrative, would it? Same as the Song of Roland, isn't it? We weren't there, but whatever, lad, yeah. Blame the Saracens, la. Blame the Saracens. When they reached Rome, the city was quiet. The people seemed nervous, and they saw plenty of the Pope's soldiers patrolling the streets on their way to see God's best mate on earth. Are they called the Swiss Guard? I think they might be called the Swiss Guard. Your Popeness, I bring news from our agents in the South. Agents? News agents? Did you get my crisps? You misunderstand, Holy Father. In a matter of days, tens of thousands of Scousers, I mean Saracens, will descend upon Rome. They will almost certainly burn the city to the ground and cruelly tease your holiness for being a woolly-backed infidel before they kill you. Damn Saracens of being killed as and bad enough without them inflicting their self-deluded superior humor on me as well. <clears throat> What news of reinforcements? Will the kingdoms of Christendom not help the Holy Father in his hour of need? No, because you abuse your position for personal gain and they don't like you. Oh yes, I do do that, don't I? Yes. <clears throat> so, we don't have enough soldiers to defend the city, eh? Well, this calls for desperate measures and extreme personal sacrifice. Will you take arms, Your Holiness, and defend the city with your own popely skin? No. Draw the Papal Guard from the walls. We shall garrison only my palace. Perhaps the Saracens will be content nicking all the stuff off the poor people of Rome, whilst I hide in my palace. Wow, you are just... awful. Incidentally, Your Popeness, you have visitors. There's one thing I hate more than Saracens is ruddy-faced men in Lycra who smell faintly of ham. We have cycled far and wide, Holy Father, to bring you this 
offering of cash for Wheezy Orphans. That's not to buy Wheezy Orphans, unless you've got some for sale. I mean, they could be quite handy. But no, this is money for them because they're so Wheezy and their parents are so dead, yo. Oh, cool. Thanks very much. Yep, put it with the rest of the stuff that's going in my palace. <clears throat> On behalf of God and his mates, thank you very much for that. Cyclists, you may now go away. Your Holiness, I am Sir Robert of Normandy. I have lived a wicked life and come seeking your advice. Be gone, sir. The Pope is closed for the day. Get them out of here. Gone. Out, out, out. Leave the Pope in peace with his Game Boy. Sir Robert was astonished. He'd placed all his hope upon the Pope's advice, and now, in his desolation and despair, the devil began to rise in him once more. You are flipping kidding me. Why, that stupid-faced jerk in his stupid pointy hat. Yo, I got this, like, feeling that the money we raised through bike-alongs and raffles won't be going to the needy at all. What the hell? Ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back in there, and I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind, and a piece of my fist. Maybe being good isn't all it's cracked up to be. No, Sir Robert, no, no, don't you listen to that nasty Pope. No, he was rubbish, he's a mean, nasty, naughty Pope, and we don't listen to him. You have changed. You, sir, you, sir, have changed. You are a winner. Now, I've heard that there are other holy men in Rome. Let's go see them. What kind of holy men? Hermits, yeah. They live in caves above the hills of Rome. I mean, they don't do anything apart from, like, pray and eat salad, but apparently that gets them, like, closer to God. Maybe one of those could give you the advice you need. Uh, maybe. It would at least move the story along. Or you could stay here with us and help defend the city from those awful Saracens. Oh, a good scrap in ages. Ah, defending the holy city of Rome from hordes of lippy Saracens sounds fun. Oh no, wait, that's the old me. Ah, but then I can't leave you to fight them alone. Oh, God, I'm so conflicted. I'll tell you what, I'll go have a word with one of these hermits about my life of evil, and I'll be back as soon as I can. Take care, Sir Robert, and whatever the hermit says, you have always been good to me and my friends. Ah, oh, damn it. Let me call that before. Filling up a bit here. Cheers. See you later, bye! And so Robert and Horse rode out of Rome into the lonely hills above the city in search of the mysterious hermit. From the hills above the city they could make out a great cloud of dust in the distance. The dust kicked up by the Saracen army that was drawing ever closer. Time was not on their side. They rode on until they came to a quiet hillside, and there a figure sat silently, looking out over the horizon in silent meditation. Um, excuse me. Good sir, I am, uh... Hey. Hey, you. I'm talking to you. Pay attention to me, or I'll punch you. Oh, oh wait. Yes, oh. I bet this is a test. Right. Ah, I shall sit quietly and not punch anyone. Wink. And so the devil sat down with the hermit and stared out over the horizon in silent prayer. It had been a long day. And although Robert knelt down on the hard earth, his eyes soon became heavy and he fell down asleep beside the hermit. And with sleep came the dread. Leave me alone. You're not my dad. My dad is a daughter. Right, children! We're going to play a super fun drama game! No! Hello there. Oh, hey man. Sorry, I was just uh freaking out. Having a terrible nightmare, yes. I heard. Would you like some kebab? Oh thanks, I better not. Uh, I'm waiting in silent prayer till this hermit here reveals how I shall gain redemption in the eyes of the Lord. I see. Well, you'll be waiting a long time. That's Jeff. He's my scarecrow. He's not much of a talker, really. What? Why would a hermit who lives on this desolate hillside have a life-size dummy of... Actually, don't answer that. 
Listen, do you know the hermit who lives here? Well, of course I know him. He's me. Come, young Robert. I have been expecting you. That's why I nipped out and got us both a kebab. Come, sit. We have much to discuss. And so the knight and the hermit sat down by the fireside and Robert explained to the hermit all the bad stuff he'd done. They were there for a while. So, after that, I bought a Kings of Leon album. I know, I know. Then I beat up all the other squires for their dinner money and put a ferret in the confessional booth. Then I burned down a church on the day I swore my holy vow and embarked on a life of violence and crime, driving my grieving parents to despair! Oh my, that's quite a rap sheet, Robert. I know, I know, but it wasn't my fault. My mum told me. That you're the son of the devil, and it's not your fault, and it's hardly surprising that you turned out bad. Yes. So, tell me, how can I make it all up to God? Do I need to be a hermit, like you? Or shall I go and look after the Pope and all his mates? I mean, there's loads of Saracens on the way, BTW. The past is the past, Robert. As for the future, you only need to decide what kind of man you will be from now on. How much good will you do sat on a hillside of a kebab? Or serving that selfish Pope? You're right. I need to get down there and nut some Saracens for God. Uh, hang on, hang on. Do you believe that God made the world and all the people in it? Well, obviously. I'm a history person. Then God made the Saracens. And God is good, so how can the Saracens be evil? And if you, the son of the devil, can be redeemed, do your enemies also not deserve a second chance as well? How do I justify a life of nightly violence with a pacifist religion? We're doing all the big questions this week. There must be a way for me to help those innocent people without killing. Exactly. Well done, Luke and Robert. You've taken your first step into a wider world. Oh, no. That's going to be really hard. Especially for me. Remember your vow, Sir Robert. Now go. You don't have much time. Fine! See you later, bye! Oh my, he's left his kebab. Belter. The bells of Rome ring out. The walls are high, but the Pope's army hide in its citadel. And the people of Rome cannot hope to defend the miles of wall without help. But there is no help coming, and the Saracen army has sealed every escape from the doomed city. Onwards, lads, for the glory of the Emir of Brookside! Ready the ladders, ready the towers, prep the siege engines! Rome shall fall! Up the flippin' Saracens! Oh, Nickers! Oh, I wish I'd stayed at home and had a bath in baked beans or something! Oh, well, the cycling club shall sell their lives dearly! Oh, hang on! In the distance, the people on the walls can just about make out a rider far off. He rides a black horse. A knight. A single knight against an army. Sir Robert? Is that you, Sir Robert? Oh, you brave and dashing fool, you, facing them all alone. Oh, God help you, but you haven't a prayer. Heedless of his impending certain death, Sir Robert raises his lance. Oi! Oi! Saracens! Leave that city alone or there'll be figurative hell to pay! Come back then, you little infidel biff! Hey, you're on your chod. Don't say I didn't warn you, you Mickey Mouse doorknob! Come on, horse, get him! The lone knight throws up his shield, sets his lance and charges flat out at the Saracen horde. What a dope! Send some lads to deal with him. The rest of yous, sack Rome! We're doing it, boss, already! You don't need all to right, tell boss. us! All right, boss! The Saracens turn back to the city. After all, what can a single knight do against their mighty army? The people on the wall can barely watch as the Amir's horsemen thunder towards Robert to ride him down. Ready, horse! Now! Go! Go! At the last moment, Robert's horse rushes forwards and bowls the smaller Saracen mounts over like nine pins. Ah! He's crushed me, Calico! my life ebbing away from me eyes. Robert's sword flashes and empties half a dozen saddles. The riders fall screaming to the hard ground, clutching terrible wounds. Ah! Oh, ah! Oh, I 
on me face, me lovely face. I'm scarred for life. Oh, actually, no, hang on. He's only hit me with a flat bit. So whilst I am horribly concussed, I'm not actually dead, which is a pleasant surprise. On from the painfully bludgeoned Saracens rides Robert toward the siege engines and catapults that lie before the walls. Oi! Don't you ride your horse through here! It's pedestrians only! Sir Robert cares not for pedestrians. He rides through the Saracens' siege engines and scatters their engineers. Can it, Tinhead! Ah, burn! And as he rides, he grips one of the great catapult cables and hauls it in his wake. The rope tightens, goes toward and thrums with pent-up power until... The timbers splinter and the Saracen catapults go crashing over one after another like huge, dangerous dominoes. A cry of hope goes up from the walls of Rome. Yo! Go, Robbie, go! Sir Robert turns his horse towards the baggage train, towards the wagons that will feed the Saracens for the long siege. With a flaming torch in his hand. Hey you guys! Have you seen the light? I have! Here, have one on me! He's been in all the food! Stop him! He's been in our booties! But it's too late! The Saracens have left their precious food unguarded, and now it all goes up in flames! Oh come on, we needed all that! Right, everyone, stop what you're doing, kill this biff right now, or I will be human. Now, Sir Robert turns his horse to the gates of Rome. As he rides, the whole Saracen army breaks ranks and comes charging straight Hey, come here, you! Come here now! Oh, knickers, they look really mad. Like, like, like they've been the best they've ever been for years, and they still can't win. Keep going, horse, ride for the gate. The gate, raise the gate, let him in, yo! Ow! Don't open the gate, you cretin! You must get inside, Sir Robert! Listen, I may have renounced my evil past, but if you open that gate, I will punch you so hard! I've got a plan. Come on, you Saracen Marys! Come and get me! Get inside, yeah. Blind with outrage, the Saracens rush at Robert, who stands his ground. All alone against an army, who rush forward like rabid dogs to get to him. The defences of Rome funnel the Saracens down a narrow gap between the gates. Where a righteous devil waits. Oh good! You formed a queue! Let's boogie! Back to the gate, the devil raises up his shield to turn the first scimitar aside. And with the flat of his blade sends the dazed Saracen staggering back. Next, a spear comes a stab in, but the knight catches it right before it lands and shoves it back, smashing the breath out of the spearman. There's no room in here. Come on, let's find another way in. You slimy yellow chickens. A single night too much for you, eh, city boys? I'm not having that. We Saracens are well armed. Get up. Their officers try to reform them, but the Saracen soldiers will not hear it. I'm not having that. Have you heard what he said about us? Again and again, they throw themselves down the gateway to get to the lone knight that taunts them. But hemmed in before the gates, they must fight man to man, one on one, with a devil. A devil that turns their blows, stops their cuts, and beats them backwards. He spills no blood, and he takes no lives, and try as they might, the Saracens cannot touch him. Under his sweltering mail, Robert gasps for air. The sweat fills his eyes, his sword arm aches. But he gives no ground. He takes not a single step back. He refuses to kill, and try as the Saracens might, he will not die. I could do this all day. Oh man, I'm knackered. How many men have we lost? None. What do you mean, none? How can we have lost none? There's people laid out everywhere. They're not even dead, they're just goosed from fighting them. Jesus H. Callan, they're all as tough as him. We'll never get in there. Yo! Ditch this, you Saracen bumhead! Ah! Oh no, it's all over me, it's all over me! What, what is it? What? Burning pit, hot oil, green fire? I think it's we. What? Those infidel sons of goats are throwing hot weirdos! I'm fuming! Suck this off. I'm calling it a day. Right, let's have a bite to eat. We'll get him in the morning. There's no food. He burnt the food. Woo! He's burned our food. He's knackered our catapults. And the entire army's bust from fighting him single-handed. Oh, sack this off, lads. It's far too much effort. This didn't even happen. Come on, we're going home. 
They're leaving! Oh, Sir Robert, you've done it! They're going! Oh, oh are they? Oh, that's a, that's a shame. I'll just get him a second win. How about, how about I just, how about I just have a sit down? Can I, can I have a glass of water? It's a miracle! God be praised, an actual miracle, yo! Oh, did someone say miracle? I'm the Pope, you know. It was probably me who done it. I don't think so, your Popeness. I mean, we, we all saw him do it. it. It was none other than Robert the Devil who saved the Holy City. My God, the Saracens are gone. I'm saved. I mean, we're saved. Ah, uh, Sir Robert, for your heroism, you must be rewarded. I name you the Pope's best mate. That's God's best mate on Earth. I'm afraid there's no financial benefit for that, but but it's very nice. Ah. Uh. Oh, thanks, your Popeness. A knight needs no reward for fulfilling his vow. Plus, you are super lame. I shall take my horse and be off. And I shall travel with you, my friend, and we shall sing all the way. Fa-da-da, la-da-dee, we'll do good stuff for the wee, the orphans. Oh, come on. Haven't I suffered enough to redeem myself already? You said it, horse. Come on, let's go home and get my mum out of the convent and my dad out of community college. And home he went, truer to his vow than any knight has ever been before or since. And so ends the entirely untrue tale of Robert the Devil. Well, Uncle Bob Bob, you've excelled yourself. Never has anyone on a historical podcast gone to so much effort to write and produce an episode with no historical content at all. Oh, come on, chaps. Robert the Devil is a very famous story. It'll get us plenty of hits from history browsers. I mean, just because I've never heard of it. And I've never heard of it. And I've never heard of it. Well, uh, some people say that Robert the Devil is based on Robert the Magnificent of Normandy. That is William the Conqueror's dad. But... There's pretty much no actual historical reason to think that. For what it's worth, the story of Robert the Devil is an old Norman folktale, probably from the 11th century, hence the Saracens being the baddies, because at this point we are getting very close to the First Crusade, uh, which might be where the problem of Robert trying to reconcile his life as a professional killer um, for a Christian gentleman who actually ought to be nice to everyone. <laughs> so in a way... A story from the past can tell us as much about the past as a history book. Yeah, but not, well, not really. But, well, yeah, kind well, no, but no, not in this instance, no. And so for this devilishly irrelevant tale of knightly deeds, we are, as always, sorry, sorry, sorry. Silly History Boys Show, episode 50. Episode 50, boys and girls. Or Sympathy for Robert the Devil was written and produced by the Silly History Boys. The parts of Robbie D. That's Robert the Devil to you, boys and girls. Elderly Nanny, which was actually supposed to be Tom, but he couldn't be bothered to record it. Butler and various knights, travellers, cockneys and Saracens were performed for you on this occasion by Will Uncle Bilbo Tristram. The parts of Satan, a priest, Saint George and various knights, travellers, cockneys and Saracens were performed for you on this occasion by Tom Tombo Furmore. The parts of Guy the Bandit, Robert's dad, a nun, a farmer, the kindly traveller, the Saint Simeon from the Saints episodes. Go back and listen to them. You'll hear that I got the voice exactly right again. Oh, spoilers as to who did those parts. And various knights, Cockneys and Saracens were performed for you on this occasion by me, Stu the Pear Bear Perry. Hello, everybody. And the parts of Horse, Rafa the Squire, Jerry the Geordie Bandit. 
Hermit, Dick the Bandit, the Pope, which was supposed to be performed by Tombo. I couldn't be bothered to record it. Various knights, travellers, cockneys and saracens were performed for you on this occasion by Rob, Uncle Bob, Bob Bond, and the parts of Robert's mother and Joan of Arc were performed for you on this occasion by Gemma, Velma von Bob, Bob Bond. Thanks, Gemma. Thanks for getting involved. Thanks, as always, to Zapsplat of Zapsplat.com, where a person can source all the zaps and splats they like for free. Thank you also to Brian Bolger of Royalty Free Music for the tracks Black Mass and Dark Forest. Thank you to Danny Bradley of Daniel Bradley Music for his covers of Sympathy for the Devil. And thanks to the Rolling Stones as well for writing it originally. Yes. And thanks to Freedom Puppy for their excellent tracks and all. Also, tar to Lord Fastfingers Tristram for his work on the Silly History Boys show theme song. Special thanks goes to all of our listeners who came to see us at the Knights Tournament at Bolsover Castle, except for Pear Bear, who was drinking expensive wine, because it was his birthday and no one told him that there was a gig that weekend. So poor Pear Bear found out that his friends were doing a history gig while he was out for his birthday. Rejection, boys and girls. That's what I got for my birthday. But never mind, let's move on. We also would like to urge you to check out our friends at That Jorvik Viking Thing Podcast, which is a real podcast where intelligent and entertaining historians talk about all things Viking. It's a super fun show that encompasses varied topics like drinking, sorcery, storytelling, and horny helmets, or not, as the case may be. Please check out their bad selves. We heartily recommend them. Or something along those lines, feel free to twiddle. That's what Bob Bob's written in my crib notes here, but I'm not twiddling them. I'm just going to read everything that's been written. There's something really tiny there. Uh, no, I'm not going to read that. The swearing. Anyway, keep an eye out for Tom, Tombo, fool the jester, as he travels the UK, setting himself on fire. And also, put a little note in your diaries for a whole day of Silly History Boys Live at Walkworth Castle on the 26th and 27th of July. And the 23rd and 24th of August. Yes. Yes. You can also hear Uncle Bilbo this coming weekend at Battle Abbey, helping out those dangerous Warwick warriors on behalf of Tombo's Ting Tang Theatre. Finally, check us out on the socials at at Silly History Boys Show on Facebook. Yes, I think I said that right. SHB underscore show on Twitter and Silly History Boys on Instagram. What? We have an Instagram? I don't do that. I'm too old for that. Anyway, um, yes, so thank you very much, dear listeners, for listening to our show as ever. Go and tell people about us so that they'll listen and then they'll tell people and they'll listen and then they'll tell people and they'll listen. And and then, yes, you, you know the drill. Anyway, thank you very much. Oh, bu- 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 bye. Get him. We're well hard. Hard. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Hey, come on, it up the Saracens, la! Pudding, la! Pudding, la! I don't know what the la is. I'm guessing that's a Liverpool thing. Get him! Get him! Get him! Get him! Get him! And he's cold! And he's extra thick! Get him! This new food, he beat the feud, feud. I'm making words up now. This new food, he paint the food. Nailed it. Probably nailed it first time, but that third to seventh time was amazing. Ah! I landed on a chicken, and now it's dead. And now I've got chicken blood all over me. Can I don't know what I was doing there, but never mind. He'll forgive me. He'll forgive me everything. <laughs> Silly. Hey, come here, you! That'll do. Hi there, K-Fans! Here's hitting you up with my latest hit, Wheezy Ovens! Let's go! Oh, Wheezy Ovens 